Hey everyone, as you always know here at the Truth is Barrel Proof podcast, we love to bring to you the different types of whiskey from the different genres, from the different parts of the world. And we're doing this tasting with our none other than the American Whiskey Glass by Whiskey Wisdom. Now, if you look on our bio, there is a code there that you can use for your purchase. It's TTIBP and you get 10% off your first purchase. As always, hit us up every single day on the Truth is Barrel Proof podcast, the home of the American Whiskey Gloss. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Truth is Barrel Proof podcast. You're being joined by none other than Wendy. Thank you so much for coming back every single Friday and joining me on this uh, wonderful journey. Absolutely amazing odyssey that I'm undergoing. But um, you've made it throughout the week. It's Friday. You're probably either getting up, getting ready for work or getting off of work and getting ready to welcome the weekend. And it's the holidays. So it's absolute madness, I'm sure, um, for those of you that do celebrate and for those of you that don't find it quite as um, festive I'm hoping and praying that you're finding something that centers you and anchors you to some semblance of of, of peace and sanity with that. Um, this week, I wanted to highlight something that's absolutely beautiful. I don't want you to ever overlook this particular bottle. This is a bottle that you can always recommend in so many ways. It's got a plethora um, of ways it can be appreciated. The versatility of it is absolutely phenomenal. If you, op- if you keep an open mind, you will know that it's just a beautiful, beautiful pour. So what am I talking about this week? I'm going to Roselle, New Jersey. Yes, I am. To where the land of where rules are being broken, but still paying homage to what the traditions of whiskey and bourbon should be. Roselle, New Jersey is humming none other than Penelope Bourbon. Um, this company is just absolutely phenomenal. If you've ever met the founders, co-founders, Mike and Danny, they're the quintessential definition of what a yin and yang would be. Completely different personalities that are able to exude such an energy and confidence um, in their product and what they stand for. It's amazing. You just have to meet them truly down to earth uh, gents. Um, absolutely wondered, you know, wonderful to be around, obviously. But um this week, I wanted to do something absolutely different, right? We're going to go left and we're going to go peculiar with it. And why? Because I think I was at KBF and a lot of people were very upset or not upset, but were bummed out that they couldn't try the rosé cask finish, which is like a Grenache wine cask finish. And so it got me thinking and I've always been thinking about this for a while. And I've even, you know, just recently spoke with Danny about it. And I was like, listen, Four grain is something that is absolutely quintessential. It's the foundation of what Penelope Bourbon is about. But the versatility in it is absolutely beautiful. Now, a little background is Penelope is real. The beautiful thing about this company is it's a legacy, a family legacy, a family-owned business where we're seeing the kids grow up and we're seeing the products go up as well. Absolutely beautiful. I cannot make it up. It's not a marketing gimmick, but it's something that stands true, that it's families that are coming together and creating something for everybody to share and celebrate no matter what the occasion is. 
um, with this particular one, the one that I'm celebrating today is the Penelope Four Grain. It's 80 proof. It was the very first product that they had going on. And this is the one that they had the special recipe blend of three different bourbon mash bills. And on average, that mash bill for this particular one is um, 75% corn, you're going to have 15% wheat, 7% rye, and 3% malted barley. Why I bring that up is because of this. Um, I know for those of us that may be laymen and starting out in the whiskey journey, you may not quite understand well, what the hell is she talking about. As you progress in your journey, you're going to notice when you start tasting whiskeys, um, the grain content and flavor profile that brings forth is going to be completely different. For example, when you taste rye, you're going to taste a hella spicy thing. And you might think of synonymous of spearmint, uh, dill, pine, all those green flavored profile notes, right? If you think of corn, you think of gold, you think of browns, you think of nuttiness and caramel and so on and so on. If you think about malted barley, which is one of my favorite grains, malted barley gives you this beautiful oatness, that bakingness, that rounded, robust flavor, right? Savory. And so with that being said, this particular mash bill is so, so special in the sense that it is versatile. And what I th mean by that is, you know, when I was at KBF, a lot of people, like I said, were like bummed that, you know, Rosé was not there. But then I want to go a little bit further. And this is where I've always said, I have to set my ego aside and listen to your story and hear what you like and what you don't like. And I, I was blessed with the opportunity at KBF to do that. And so I would be like, well, what kind of whiskey do you like? I'm like, well, I like sweets and stuff like that. I'm like, okay, you like wines that are sweets and or you're a wheated bourbon drinker or you like wine or you're a lady that wants to get into whiskey but is so afraid and not sure what to do. Because let's be honest with each other. We're living in a day and age where decision fatigue is absolutely real. And those of us that are in the industry should have to have that response. We have the responsibility to be able to appropriately and unbiased uh, fashion kind of veer our consumers to what is uh, great for them and not necessarily upon our own and bias. So never impose your opinion, but at the same time, be neutral, diplomatic and give the person all the facts or all the education and that way they can make the decision to say okay this is where i would go and that's what we should always do it's not something that's like a secret or anything like that i just think that's just how it should be right and so they'll be like yeah this is what i like and i'm like okay hold hold on a second how about you try this and they would try the penelope four grain and would be falling in love with it because it's so versatile when i have someone who's drinking white wine and they're kind of on the dry-ish sweet-ish side you know the Pinots and the Savio Blancs. Now, Savio Blanc, uh, it can go like, uh, for me, I love anything New Zealand. I love. It's got this beautiful minerality and, and it's so sharp and, and amazing. However, my white wine drinkers, when they do Savions and Pinot Grigios, that's what I say. And then I have wheated bourbon people that I mean, like it a slightly sweet, but a little bit dry. Penelope Four Grain is absolutely beautiful. For it to sit at 80 proof, it's absolutely gorgeous. It's not going to singe you. It's not going to throat, you know, throat punch you or anything like that. It's something that you can sip, take in and process it however you wish. Right. And so with this particular blend, again, it's our, it's the, the core product of Penelope. It's three bourbons that are mashed up into one with that recipe ratio that I have mentioned. 
I appreciate the versatility of it, that you can actually have some semblance of someone that this can fit into their demographic or genre, right? Like I said, my white wine drinkers, my weeded bourbons, and people that don't know whiskey and are trying something new and starting out, my budget-friendly people, this is the very bottle for you. Um, The beautiful quick fact about it is this one's nicknamed First Steps. Um, at about two to three years old is what this juice um, is. Um, obviously, we're, you know, they're growing and getting older. The juice is going to obviously change. But at the time when they were starting out, this was about a two to three year old juice. And first steps, obviously, Penelope is probably, you know, growing up, taking a first steps. Same thing with a company. And that's the beautiful thing about it. The company is growing up along with her, creating an amazing legacy um, for all the families that are involved in this beautiful company. And so on the color, let's go ahead and check it out. The color is absolutely stunning. It's got this oh, shining, mesmerizing golden elixir. And it's got hints of like a canary yellow diamond. If you've ever seen a canary yellow diamond, it's got like this deep concentrated gold color that just has this beautiful like shine to it and that's what you see on that so you know it's not necessarily like a a savillon or a white because white wine it's slightly pale color but still you can imagine yourself drinking that especially when it's chilled it's absolutely phenomenal so this has been sitting out for a while and it was kind of messing around with me and i enjoyed the challenge of it so that beautiful golden elixir with those hints of that canary yellow diamond is coming through absolutely seamlessly so i'm just kind of moving this about getting some air in there and let's go ahead for that nose shall we okay one second oh my days man absolutely lovely and the transcendence on the nose of that is phenomenal so it i think of a tropical fruit and then i get sweetness it's like a word this candy do you know when you when you when you when you have the aroma of a word this candy that's what's coming through and so when i think tropical i'm thinking like you know like a white peach and then you mix it with that apricot in there and that pear kind of peeks its eye out a little bit so you get this beautiful succulence of those white um fleshed stone fruits and you know we need to be careful whenever we talk about stone fruits it's not the dark ones but this one is coming through with those beautiful summer crisp colors of that white peach and that apricot coming together and melding and then it's rounded out with that gorgeous pear and then you know what it comes through for me again you know i grew up abroad so for me i get notes of purple uh not the american one but a purple p-a-w-p-a-w purple uh belongs to the melon family it's not necessarily like a honeydew or anything like well it is kind of sort of actually but it's got beautiful um succulence to it and it's very tropical. Uh, think of like a very sweetened, uh, I would say like a honeydew, kind of like that. But for me, it's purple. So think of melons. And that sweetness, like I said, it's that Werther's sweetness, that candiness. that's so lovely and rounding it out. Um, let's try the palette. All right, here we go. I love this. So it's giving me a little bit of a fight. So in my jowls, it's giving me a tad dryness, almost like as if a Chardonnay dryness was coming through in my jowls. So jowls with the base areas of my mandibular, the mandibular area of that, which is my cheeks. 
and then that sweetness of vanilla is coming through but then you've got tanginess on top of it yeah it's still sweet but you get the heightened senses of a, of a tangy essence it's fruity on the on the the palate though but it's different it's not necessarily what i've described on the nose right but then the fruitiness is like you know like a sharp tart um essence so it's almost like you know green grape skins when you when you bite into those green grape skins they hit you with that tang and then that sweetness comes through so that's what you're getting on this one the finish is not too shabby to be honest with you i call it transitional i can't even put it as short medium or long it's transitional and why do i say that is because i get that spiciness still coming through the vanilla is coming through leather is coming through as well that tang remains and the beautiful thing is you know after you you know drink the uh your sip or your pour go back and nose it because when i went back and i nosed it it had this beautiful beautiful envelope of golden buttered popcorn it's nutty it's sweet and oh little bit of that oak comes through on that end of that of that nose it's absolutely stunning oh this chilled you're drinking a wine a white wine at that this at room temperature it's like a wheat of bourbon listen it's so versatile and it's so affordable i think it's like 30 to 40 dollars depending on your market but it's so affordable and penelope stands by that that's what their ethos is they wanted to create a product that everybody could relate to. It's everyone's bourbon is what they stand for. Mike and Danny, you've done a bang-up job. This is absolutely phenomenal. I can't wait to see what they have next. But this is one of those budget-friendly bottles that you can recommend to your friends. And that's how you go about it when you're approaching something for someone else. You have to put yourself aside and your self-awareness, right? And think of that person when you're trying um, the whiskeys to recommend. And this is one I definitely recommend as a gift. Something to try for starters. Absolute beautiful cocktails and your Bellinas, mimosas. This is the one. Summer, winter, fall. Um, it's all there. It's all there. And that's why I love how versatile it is. And it's that staple that you can have in your bar at any time, any given day. Whether you want to give someone to start out a cocktail or even, you know, you've had a long day. It's a Friday. This is your daily sipper. You've made it through. Sit down. Pour yourself a pour. Two fingers if you want. Throw in rocks. Put it in a cocktail however you want to drink it. After all, Penelope Bourbon was designed to be the bourbon for everybody. Mike and Danny, bang up job gents. As always, thank you so much for joining me on another episode of The Truth is Barrel Proof.